0: Jackson gave me the news of a planet far away, and Colonel O'Neill will assemble a team that will try to save the day. Dr. Sam has a master plan and a science attitude, and the Jaffa Teal, he's part of the deal with his trusty Goa'uld. It's just a regular day, it's all gay command, and it might be hard to understand. Several one encoded. Several two encoded. Several three encoded. Several four encoded. You know, gonna happen.
1: Welcome back, everyone. Woo, welcome back. It's
2: been a minute.
1: That's a hot minute. Hot hot and minute. We're,
2: so, uh, the strike is over, which means we can officially talk about that wormhole show again, aka Stargate. I
0: was about was to say can, say, can we say?
1: <laughs> I like, it? Can we say, we say it? Now? Can we please <laughs> yeah. say it. We're so used to be like that wormhole, that wormhole, that wormhole show. show, that round thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about so. it so we're actually talking so (laughs) i remember this so clearly because the the episode we're doing tonight we watched back in july it was july and we hopped on about 16th yeah yeah (laughs) we hopped on about to do it and then we were like wait a minute with the strike because rebecca works in film like we need to be careful because we don't want to jeopardize anything for rebecca so watched the episode, took all the notes, did my <laughs> cryptic image out of context images it too. So good. So I have not read these notes since I wrote them however many months ago. So it's kind oh. of gonna be like a fun like kind be, of what did it's I write? It would be wonderful. Oh
1: <laughs> um, my god. Wait, we should reintroduce ourselves. Yeah we oh, should yeah. I'm your we co-fry Sarah. I'm your co-fry Christina.
0: I'm your co-fry Rebecca.
1: Um, gotta get back okay, into stop. that groove. Now get
2: So, so yeah. Um, do we want to do anything for a fry box? Like, any life updates or anything? Do hey, we have an oh. email? Oh, oh yeah. No Opie idea. the Red.
0: Opie the Red emailed we, we us. We have an email, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me hop us into the fry box real quick, then. Let's go. Short Cause we're free fry <laughs>
1: I've missed it so much.
0: I know. It's so nice. We have I can press all the buttons again. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: God. Okay, do you guys have the email up? Uh,
0: I'm looking for it. Oh, my gosh.
1: While you're doing Sarah's got that, it. while you're doing that, I have a thought about this, and Sarah was hoping that your notes hadn't changed because I rewatched it again today. Yep. And I think it's so awesome that we chose to pause and that now given everything that's going on in the world and with overseas and we can we'll dive into that but it's a really interesting topic I think we're I want to talk about this differently than I would have back in July about deconstruction and blind religion and faith and just the dehumanization of things Mm -hmm. so this is a really cool episode for us to come back on um and have some discourse on so while you were pulling up the email that's my friend i can't
2: find it okay. i'm just
0: if someone can help me out no. here.
1: um
0: i you know while we're doing this can you tap on your microphone for me oh yeah do you need me to Is it i do... think oh. you're... I think it's actually your headphones
1: Oh hold on <laughs> i think because when i left and came back it did me dirty okay
0: hold on oh gosh there's so much junk mail in here now Wait, yeah, I've got one from Jay from July. What's he signed
2: us? Is it Opie the Red?
0: Opie the Red, yeah, that's the one. It's flagged.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. Okay. You want me to read it? I've got it pulled up. Okay, hold up, hold up. We good? Yes, much better.
1: <laughs>
0: much better. <laughs> Sorry. I, I okay, so we're gonna read. I'm gonna read this email from J, aka Opie the Red. Uh, sent in july literally the day before we were supposed like your notes were created so yeah wow. this is how long this has been everybody it says hi fries greeting from greetings from jay in ontario canada and in parentheses mm. opie the red i came across one of you on tiktok one day doing some stargate related content about six months ago so that's like a year ago at this point <laughs> oh jesus <laughs> Yeah. And noticed and noticed the hashtag three Fry Short podcast. I was intrigued and checked it out and started listening from the first episode. It was amazing and very interesting. I've really enjoyed the female perspective on the show, the extra facts, and reading some of the best scenes. I can visualize every episode with your great descriptions and scene readings. Um, yes, we're we're so great at our're <laughs> oh, yes. <we're> thespians. Um,
1: <laughs> Maybe
0: sure. Okay. I also changed jobs about three months ago. So again, almost a year ago at this point. I now have a 20-minute commute to listen and enjoy the podcast during. You, Fries, are so great to listen to that I have been almost late a few times because I wanted to keep listening. I just finished listening to Ergo, and you reminded me of... how that was one of my favorite episodes, number one being Window of Opportunity. Hmm. Keep up the amazing work. By the way, I've included my Stargate origin if you're interested. Thanks, Ooh. Jay from Canada. So, yeah. Jay's Stargate origin. I came across a show on the Space Channel around fall of 2004. While going to college in Toronto and thought it was so cool. I just had to watch more. So with the limited funds I had, I went out and purchased the first season, planning on only watching an episode a day. I had limited funds, so couldn't justify buying more at almost $100 each. Well, that season lasted about a week. Oh wow! No. <laughs> and I had to watch more. I ended up with about four seasons in the six months I was there. When I moved back home and started working full time again, I got more over the next few years. Then I found out about Atlantis and the movies. So I started collecting them as well. I also got universe when I, when it came out on DVD, uh, I got the origin movie and even purchased the pilot when they were released as a DVD. I was so excited nice. when I found they were making an app and watch Stargate origins, uh, every week, I think is what he's saying, was disappointed mm. by it, in parentheses. Agreed. Agreed, Jay.
1: Yeah, We don't talk about it. It's
0: like Bruno. We don't talk about it. And yeah. now I can stream it on Amazon slash MGM. So, that's oh, from yeah. Jay. I
1: A.K.A. Mean, Opie oh,
0: the Red.
1: That those makes me feel so good.
0: Yeah.
2: Those box sets were so expensive, too, oh. back in the day. I don't know how much... Oh. I think I got my box set from Amazon like all... 10 seasons mm. for like less than a hundred dollars. They're
1: so. Did I ever tell you guys what you guys remember when I dated years ago? This guy that lived in Minnesota, and someone on here, one of my followers, was like, Hey, I got the box sets. And he was obviously a crazy, not sane person. And he was <laughs> jumped in and like messaged the guy and was like, Have them sent to me. Um, I don't want her address out there. I didn't know any of this. And he's like, Oh, yeah, I had the guy send them to me. And I was like, Okay. And he like kept them, so I never got them. Oh no! Yeah, like I'm like, what? <laughs> what? My, all my
2: DVDs. The that's entire cool. series is on Amazon for a hundred and nine dollars. So, like, Ooh. did he say one season costs like a hundred dollars? It
0: probably then? did back then. Yeah, that's wow. wild.
2: That's wild. That's so much. Like, mm-hmm. media. Yeah. I oh, know
0: yeah.
1: it's.
2: It, oh. Yeah, I say invest in it because when Amazon Prime takes it off, I got my DVDs to back it up. I know so. that's for sure. But yeah, I love hearing
0: your story. I can uh, totally relate Rob to like being the late to work. Also says it's on Pluto for free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, so that yeah, you it's... will
2: get commercials though. I did watch it there one time and it's like that's very okay. nostalgic because it's like oh You break. get commercial breaks <laughs> <laughs> at those weird cuts. Sometimes not though. Sometimes like. They choose a different time for it or something, but it's pretty cool when it's like, oh yeah, I remember this nostalgia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love it. Do we have yeah. any other uh, updates before we dive in? Do we have any life updates other than the strike being over, which is massive? I mean,
1: I don't it's think, I need, really, I, don't think yeah. I need to share
0: mine. Out <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean <laughs> things that you wouldn't share, Christina. <laughs> yeah share that out I'm like go ahead and spill it all like right now everybody's just like, like this is not a therapy session i've been doing that on tiktok for the last three weeks no <laughs> three not that i just been in general um uh, i guess that's a no then yeah <laughs> let's just get into know. it we gotta let's we gotta, it. we gotta get one. back
1: into our it's group. a big beefy let's do it we're gonna be here forever so yep.
0: what did you guys
2: think about okay first of all let me rewind we're talking about season three episode 19 new ground So, like, I rewatched it today. Kind of, like, half-assed. I was, like, doom-scrolling as well. But I was kind of disappointed. Because I was, like, there was something really good here. And they could have done a lot more to it. And they kind of just, like, (laughs) farted it out. And, like, the ending kind of sucked. And I was, like, it it had, like, really good bones. But the execution was not there for me. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: I feel like every time I come across this episode, I feel the same way. Like, I feel like I'm missing something. Um, Yeah. Agreed.
1: Um, Agreed, but I don't want to speak on it now because you know how I get long-winded and there's lots to (laughs) to digest. I feel like I want to get to the end, especially rewatching it with the context of everything going on today. Yeah.
2: So... The overview of this episode is the SG-1 team members' arrival on a planet makes them pawns in an ideological war over the origin of each group. Hashtag relatable. Like... (laughs) Ideological wars and ideological um, processes. Like, that's like every day. So, Mm -hmm. our episode opens on the other planet. And a man and a woman... Who are Nyan and Malin? They're digging up the Stargate. And they just uncovered the last chevron with and they they kind of appear to be like, okay, these are archaeologists of some, some kind. Like they're digging, they have like the, the brushes, and they're ooh, dusty. Let me clean that. Um,
1: so like <laughs> Very they're professional. not professional. <laughs> they're not just like yeah
2: like... <laughs> yeah, like they're purposefully looking for stuff, they're not just like fucking around in a field like oh (laughs) i stumbled across this like they're they're purposefully excavating and looking for stuff Mm -hmm. and they're starting to make guesses over like what this thing is when like surprise we get an incoming wormhole like just as they unburied it very convenient and in the gate room we see that it is earth who is dialing and Sam goes through this whole speech about how she created this dialing software to periodically redial, like, old gate addresses that they couldn't get through the first time. And this is their first hit. It's the cold dialing program. Again, very convenient. Like, they literally just unearthed <laughs> it. And it's like, oh, let me just dial this Earth planet.
1: Well, it's like, you know, they knew they needed to explain it right away. But it was right. still, like, it, this is like still a cop out. <laughs> way. Yeah. It just happened to kind of. hit it right now. It Not like three months ago or three months from now. Just Very convenient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they send the mouth through and they see Nyan and Malin,
2: and Daniel begins to speak to Nyan through the mouth. And Daniel tells them he's basically making a long distance phone call from another planet and they want to come visit. And Jack does point out that there is no DHD in sight. Because, like, mm-hmm. they're right away, like, hey, let's go. Like, pack your bags. We're going. Which mm-hmm. it's, like, really? Like, you don't know anything about this planet at all. Like. <laughs> right.
0: It, it was very. <laughs> it's, it's just, like, uh it's just, like, uh what Daniel and what's not. Oh, who's the guy? Nyan? Yeah. Yeah. It's the two of them going, like my mom said you could come over if it's okay with your mom and they're
1: just ready to go (laughs) but then I love it because then Hammond who's usually like super apprehensive is like well you're just gonna have to bring more Nequita with you yeah manually power it so yeah dad says it's okay we can go you just have to bring
2: extra supplies children just in case so yeah so Jack points out there's no DHD, so Hammond tells them to bring a knack with a generator so they can manually dial it. And by they, they mean Teal'c. And I remember mm-hmm. talking about this episode at one point because poor Teal'c is always the one stuck manually dialing that mm-hmm. shit because he's the only one that hits the gym, apparently. And they they do cut to him for like a hot second where it's like, okay, yeah, by they. <laughs> by, it, it's going to be Teal'c. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn, you guys need to hit arms more. This is bullshit. <laughs>
1: I know what's missing and we can, I need to say it so we can hang on the internet. One of the things is, is I feel like they were trying to write this where it's a Teal'c saves the day, but it wasn't. It was still white man saves through use of Mm. Mm Teal'c.
0: Yeah.
1: That bothers me. Okay. Anyway, we're going to and take that to the end.
2: Yeah. That just triggered me. Malin runs off to snitch because she's like, no, this, we can't, Optocrins and weird shit that we don't know about yet. Mm-hmm. And Nyan shouts after her to come back because whoever she's running towards, they might kill whoever comes through.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, you couldn't have told them. That, like, hey, we're kind of, like, in a weird place right now. Right. And, like, maybe, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't, shouldn't come, come over. Mom and dad are fighting a lot. Like, maybe you shouldn't uh. come for a sleepover.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're going to die. But they, like, can't tell him that. Yeah. Nope. So let me get our yeah. opening
2: credits. And then SG-1 arrive. They greet Nyan And he seems relieved that they are human. And then he says something along the lines of, like, the legends were true. And the legend being, uh, the Optrakens, that's really hard, Optrakens are another, they're, they're another group of people from another continent. And they believe that humans were brought to this planet by aliens who traveled through a gateway. But during a series of earthquakes and volcanic eruptions, the gateway was buried and things could no longer come through. And so Nyan is a Bedrosian they believe that human life was created on Bedrosia without the gateway. It's very like, we evolved here versus like, no, we didn't. And the Optricans believe that their holy gateway is on this Bedrosian continent. Therefore, they've been at war for decades. So there's kind of like the basis for this ideological war. Mm-hmm. So Sam right away or Jack right away tells Sam to get the reactor ready. And Teal'c is off in the distance, like scouting the lay of the land. Nine admits that he wasn't even looking for the Stargate because Sam was like, how did you know to dig it up? And the, he was like, I didn't know shit. Like, I wasn't even I, I don't know. I just found it by accident. Oops. And he he doesn't ensure Jack that they are a long way from any battlefields, like any active war zones. Um, but then literally three seconds <laughs> later, Teal spots three aircrafts approaching. So Jack wants to dial out really quick, but there's no time. Nyan runs off. Sam, Jack, and Daniel become constrained in this force field uh, and get captured. And then Teal'c is like watching off in the distance in this forest, but he can't help. So we cut to see three-fourths of SG-1 tied up. Um, Jack is trying to talk to them to get some information, but it's a tough crowd because he's like, you got someone in charge here? Like, can I speak to your manager? (laughs) (laughs) This is horrible customer service. Meanwhile, Teal has remained undetected and he's watching from the woods and he's watching this Bedrosian soldier, but another one sneaks up on him they, they sneak attack him they simultaneously shoot each other. Teal kills a soldier, but he is also shot right in the face
0: mm. mm-hmm.
2: with this weird gray like he's got like it looks like the worst case of acne on his face <laughs> looks terrible
1: oh. it's like all boiled like
2: it's yeah. Not- Mm-mm. it's yeah it's yucky um mm-hmm. so cut back to the stargate the big cheese commander arrives with malin the snitch remember her
1: mm-hmm. um
2: the commander's already telling her that this is a conspiracy oh god <laughs> alex jones here it's a conspiracy what? the frogs the person... are gay oh. <gasps> <No>. <gasps> do you <laughs> look at my shirt <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> exactly a very fitting <laughs> I had no idea I had the right shirt on until just now. (laughs) That's amazing.
2: (laughs) So right away, he's doing damage control and being like, this is fake news. And the vibes to Malin are not exactly warm and fuzzy. Because even though she's Mm -hmm. a snitch, she's not getting treated very kindly. Like, they're still kind of treating her like shit.
1: Surprise, surprise. Yeah, that's what happens.
2: (laughs) So even though she ran to tell them what happened, they still view her as a threat. Because she did see some stuff that they don't want her to see. Mm-hmm. So this commander also knows that there's somebody else out there, uh, whether it's Nayan and another optrican, uh, he wants them found. So the commander tries talking to SG-1. Jack speaks up, gives his name and rank, and then the commander thinks this is like some psychological warfare. because <laughs> like, these Opticans are trying to <laughs> fuck with
1: me, making shit
2: up, making up all these uniforms. Like, he's going down the conspiracy. He's committed.
1: He is yeah. deep, deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So he orders a quarantine field to be set up, and then somebody injects them with something in their neck, which is terrifying.
1: Well, doesn't Jack like, be like, well, that's a needle? like,
2: Yeah. Like, that's it, extreme. To not know what you're being shot up with, too, mm-hmm. that's. Mm, you don't know what you're going to be waking up like. Mm-mm. So cut back to Tealc. He's laying on the ground when Nyan approaches him. Nyan tells the. Him, the rest of SU1 have been captured, and they can't get to them because Ryger, the head cheese, set up a quarantine field. And when they find the dead soldier that Tilk shot, it's gonna get much worse. They're gonna be mm. extra pissed. Mm. So we find out the one shot that Tilk took to the face has blinded him. So not only does he have acne, he is also blind. Bad day for Tilk. Bad, bad. That yeah. bad day. So back to the Stargate, we have this dialogue between this woman who's just given the name Aid. She's just an Aid
0: and the commanding officer Rygar. So, I'm would you guys sure, like to read that? Yes. And while we're at it, I'm pretty sure that Aid also was the um, Tokra in the uh, Into the Fire or oh. Out of the Fire, the, the Hathor two parter.
2: No. I think, no? Because that one was, she was Ellen from Supernatural. I would remember that. The then one that was actually something else. Yeah. She's,
0: she's done another role. I just don't Probably. know what it is.
2: But yeah, it wasn't. No, hmm. I, I specifically remember like, oh, that's Ellen. Like, OK. Oh, interesting.
0: I'm going to look it up once we get through this dialogue just to see. All right. well, I know she's you... done more than one.
1: Who would you like to be?
0: Uh, I'll take I'll take a the aide. OK. <clears throat> I have the results from blood analysis. There's a ninety-eight percent correspondence. They are definitely human, but none of them are showing a particle match from the Bedrosian Central Registry.
1: Then it proves they are optric- optrican. Optrican.
0: <laughs> does it not? So, oh uh, no, that was. Oh wait, me. Wait, wait. That's you. It's I you. Fail, epic
1: fail. Start over. Okay. Then it proves they are
0: optrican. Mate, and I need to look unconvinced.
1: You look unconvinced, and I said, does it not? And then you don't answer. And I say, (laughs) say what you are thinking.
0: What if they are telling the truth? What if it is the gateway and the optricans are right?
1: No, it's a lie. How can you be sure? I'm sure because we have not spent our lives praying to a God who does not exist. And many of our people have not lost their lives fighting a meaningless war. I won't accept that. I've studied the book of Nefertum, word for word, cover to cover. It is the truth
0: what if it's not it is the truth we <laughs> began here <laughs> that device is a fabrication to the fake up gateway myth to what end
1: to sow, to sow the seeds of doubt among our people to create dissension from within i will not allow our people to have their faith attacked in such a cynical way
0: this girl is full of questions what do you want to do <laughs> We will not allow the events that have transpired here to leave this place. Then we must find this Nyan and the fourth Optrican.
1: Yes. And we will find out what we can from the three we have in custody. Then we will dispose of them. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus.
2: He does not like being confronted with some uncomfortable truths.
0: No, no, absolutely not. He's he just said, say what you're denial. thinking. And then he's immediately regretted <laughs> oh that. Like, speak like, Wait, no, not
2: like that. <laughs> <laughs> not like that.
0: <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. Yeah. Oh God. So I thought this was like a really good scene that kind of shows that like how deep they are into this ideology where. They're confronted with some like pretty fantastical things and they're like, no, this is all fake. They planted it here. Like they're really going in this conspiracy of like mm. it, instead of, you know, but yeah. Very hard to convince. Oh, God. Yeah. So Nyan leads Tilk to a cave where he has some supplies and we get some more plot dump. So this mm-hmm. is just Nyan and Tilk again. You
1: guys got this. We do okay. Pick your pick your person. Again, yeah, I picked last time. You can choose your somebody. player. Come on. You can choose. T-O-L-K. Okay.
0: <clears throat>
1: for years I have been searching for proof that we were created on this continent by Nefertum.
0: Nefertum. Oh The Nefertum. blue the blue lotus blossom of Ra.
1: He's represented in our text by a blue lotus blossom. But what is Ra? And how do you know about Nefertum.
0: <laughs> Nefertum was an under system lord to the one named Ra. It is with him whom I did battle.
1: I don't understand. Nefertum was and is the creator of all of us. He created this planet and and this great continent.
0: Correction. Nefertum was an alien who most likely brought your people through the Stargate as slaves many thousands of years ago.
1: That is what the Opticans say.
0: They are correct.
1: Oh, dear Nefertum, This is blasphemy. (laughs) It is true. I could could change everything. I must show my colleagues at the research academy. Can you be,
0: be certain they will believe you?
1: They are scientists, as am I. They will realize they are wrong when presented with
0: evidence. Your military has the Stargate in its command.
1: Not the gateway.
0: You. You are the proof. I will not be the proof, and I will not allow my friends to be imprisoned as they are.
2: So this guy Nyan like seems to have a little bit mm-hmm. more of a head on his shoulders because he's like, oh mm-hmm. fuck, I was wrong. I gotta tell all my like homie friends about this and like they'll nerd out over science and stuff.
1: Well, that's as a scientist should. You see evidence and you take a different direction. You follow the evidence.
2: There's a really good I I hope I have it in here, but there's a really good exchange between him and Tilk Teal- about that as well. About like mm. I'm a scientist, my you know, even if I'm proven wrong it's just as good as being proven right because I still get to learn stuff. So Nyan sees blood seeping through Teal'c's clothes and leaves to get some more supplies that will help. Teal'c tries to go after him, but he can't see anything, and he hits his head against the cave wall and then he's swarmed by these space bats and he's like, okay, fine, I guess I'm just gonna have to chill here. He can't really go anywhere. Cut back to the Stargate. SG-1 are being held in electrified dog crates, which is super fun looking.
0: God. Um, Um, I would be telling them anything they wanted to know within like an hour because having to sit cross-legged and then not being able to like lean against something because the bars were electrified. I'm done. I'm done. Done. I'll tell
2: you what you want. Just give me lumbar support, please.
0: (laughs)
1: I would cave exactly. so quickly,
0: <laughs> so quickly. God, you're such a
1: wimp. <laughs> my hunchback hurts.
0: <laughs> oh, that's all no. I can think about every time I saw them in those cages. No, I was like that is so a hard, good. hard surface. They can't even lean back. Like every my my oh. like my lower body is just screaming.
1: No, at see, me. I would just sit there. I would do some child's pose. I'd stretch it out. I I'd be in there for the long haul. Y'all can suck it. I'll be there. Practice. And then I'd cave like one minute after you guys did, because then I would see everyone cave and I'd be like, oh, What's I'm the not point? gonna by myself. <laughs> <laughs> What's myself. the point. You guys are all out. Exactly. Out.
2: So we do have some more dialogue. Um O'Neal, Daniel, Carter, <laughs> and Rygar. Ooh. Um, I'll grab the
1: O'Neill. Um, I feel like I wanna oh shoot. Okay, I can't do Daniel Rygar because they're back and forth a little bit. So I'll, I'll do be, Daniel.
0: I'll be Carter and Rygar, then. Okay, that works. I think okay.
1: Carter kind of yeah I'm not so setting
0: Jack myself says, up <laughs> Yes.
2: Yeah. So Jack says, I have no friends, in the woods or
0: otherwise We're not spies We're peaceful explorers We travel through what you call your gateway The Stargate isn't made of regular stone If given enough power, a wormhole forms within the circle and that allows us to travel to other worlds Wormhole?
2: giant
1: worms huge wormhole is just an expression it has nothing
0: to do with worms it's a tunnel through space and how is this illusion of water created that i've heard described
1: well you're right in that it is
0: an illusion it's it's not actually water then what is it magic it's an event horizon made up of quantum particles that form a wormhole an alien race, the Gould, used the Stargate
1: to transport humans from Earth to other planets, which is how your people came to be on Bedrosia.
0: My people began on Bedrosia, as did yours. We were all created by Nefertum.
1: Nefertum, son of Sakhmet, blue lotus blossom. That's who you believe created you? Yes. Well, he must have been a Gould. A what? An alien, he must have transported your people through the Stargate.
0: optric and fallacy.
1: <laughs> Just
0: bury his head
2: in the sand. Just no. Yeah. So <laughs> while anytime Daniel is contradicting their beliefs, they're like giving him a poke with this cattle prod
0: shock weapon. So that's fun. Mm. Um oh, so right. so um real quick here while we're in a stopping yeah. place. Uh the the same uh the aid lady was in the the episode ethan and she was the ca- the minister of the Caledonian Federation
1: uh, that's where she was. okay so this was sense. her
0: first time and then she had a bigger i think it was a bigger part sense. in in a uh, ethan so okay um, similar so, vibes with those mm-hmm. two episodes too with like the mm-hmm. warring co- countries and everything so anyway mm-hmm. they're like we got a girl for this episode <laughs> I know just the person. she got this.
1: <laughs> A little so, bit of betrayal. Ry- She's got this.
2: Some ideological warfare. Cool. <laughs> so Riger is done with their interrogation and he sends them back to their dog crates. And back mm-hmm. in the cave, Teal'c is reaching into, this is graphic. I was like, whoo. He's mm-hmm. reaching into his symbiote pouch. He's making all the nasty like <laughs> sounds.
1: Sarah, <laughs> sounds don't like- do that again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's stern <stirring> macaroni
1: it's <laughs> <people>. <laughs> exactly you know that is. wet sat yes okay
2: <laughs> anyway <Mm-mm>. um, <laughs> right as nine walks into he walks in he's like what the fuck did I just walk into mm-hmm. um, and he's very shocked he thought that they were all humans but Teal'c is an alien um, and Nyan brought back a healing device for Teal'c's eyes and Tilk explains that he will heal on his own because he's a Jaffa and his symbiote will heal him. Uh, but the symbiote was injured and it needs to heal itself first. Mm-hmm. I think Teok, like hurt himself with his own staff weapon. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is also possible that the symbiote could die, which would be <laughs> bad. Mm-hmm. Um, Nyan says, you know, you're the most important thing that has ever happened to my planet. Although... I haven't decided if this is good or bad yet. So that's a very interesting kind of way to put it. He's like, Mm -hmm. this is big and it could go either way. Like this Mm -hmm. could be very good for us or very fucking bad. Mm -hmm. Um, Cut back to the Stargate slash quarantine field. They yoink Daniel out of his dog cage Mm -hmm. and take him to, uh, out of the tent because they found, Wow. (laughs) <laughs> that,
1: they that found was the dad soldier, soldier.
2: <laughs> the dad
0: soldier the DHD
2: wow what spell check was that and they're pissed because they're like you planted this shit again but Daniel still denies that there's a fourth person on the team and he's like we didn't plant that shit mm-hmm. um, that's like that's yeah wasn't us um, so cut back to Nyan and Teal you guys want to read this totally sure.
1: Uh,
0: Same roles? Of course. What do your people intend to do with my friends?
1: They are evidence that everything my people believe in is wrong and that everything the enemy believes in is right. And that is not an easy thing for military minds to digest.
0: Then they will kill my friends and destroy the Stargate and deny this event ever occurred.
1: Probably. (laughs) And then you want me to go to the next thing he says? Yeah you are proof that my theories have been all wrong. Teal'c. I'm a scientist. When I find evidence that my theories are wrong, it is as exciting as if they were correct. Scientific advance, or scientific advance in either direction is still an advance. There
2: you yep. Go. Mm-hmm. So this does earn Teal'c's
1: trust because he
2: tells Nyan, you sound like Daniel Jackson. And he uses this healing device on Teal'c's eyes. Um... Nyan tells Teal that he was able to get to the camp, and SG-1 are still alive, and they also found the DHD. Uh, Tilk's eyesight does begin to return, but it's going to take multiple rounds of this mm-hmm. thing to get it to completely restore. Back at the camp, Daniel is brought back into the tent. He's given one more chance to explain about the DHD or the missing f- extra person on the team. And, of course, he denies it. Because they're all trying to like they, they all deny that there's this fourth person. They're trying to like mm-hmm. give Teal'c a fighting chance to like help them out and be like, there is no war in bossing say or whatever. Like they're they're very like, nope, it's just us. You're mm-hmm. you're crazy. Gaslight, mm-hmm. gatekeep, girl boss. Um <laughs> so Ryger shoots Sam with the Zat, and luckily she slumps forward. I think she was really trying to like, if I'm gonna get shot, I don't want to fall yeah which jack is not so lucky because ragger asks again daniel denies it he shoots zach but to that he's that's shoots, jack yes that's i think that's where you were going yeah i was thinking Zach. Oh. uh but jack falls back onto the electrical dog crate that also is kind of like a bug zapper too it's really fucked up um And he's like, can you please turn it off? Because he's going to die if Mm -hmm. you don't. Uh, And then the gate luckily begins to dial. And he thinks for a moment. And he cuts the power to Jack's cage. Outside, the wormhole is established. It's the SGC. It's Daddy
1: Daddy Hammond. Yeah, he's like, where are my kids?
2: What the fuck?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Daddy Hammond. They were supposed to be back. And they're still in your house, bitch.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, Hammond radios through and Riger tells Hammond they have SG-1 in custody. So, back in the cave, Nyan is still working on Teal'c's eyes. He can see much better now and he wishes to depart and he gives Nyan a zat to defend himself. So, back at the Stargate, Riger is talking to Hammond and he still believes this is a conspiracy. He is so deep into conspiracy corner that, like, he's mm. not coming out. No, hell and- no. Hammond gets a visual on Daniel because the map is now inside this quarantine tent where their dog crates are, mm-hmm. and but it moves too much because they're, like, wagging around this, like, camera on top of the map, and it alerts one of the soldiers. So Ragger tells Hammond if there's any attempt at rescue, he will execute SG-1, he shoots the map with his at and makes arrangements for SG-1 to be moved to a more secure location.
0: Nell has a that. really... Nell has a really good comment about Riger. Um, Commander Riger is a great example of the backfire effect. You get evidence mm-hmm. of core belief is wrong and it's so threatening to your identity, you double down and deny the evidence. Um, yeah. Exactly. 100%.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Relevant. And Very well things. said. Um, so yeah, he wants to move SG-1 to a more secure location, which if you've ever watched True Crime... And know anything about serial killers, you don't want to be moved to a second location because nope. you're done for. You don't dead. don't bye let bye them bye. move you. Fight. So back to the forest. Tealk and nine have devised a plot. Tealk's looks rough though. His he's like gray. He's looking <laughs> rough. Mm-hmm. So they see an aircraft overhead. Tealk shoots a blast from his staff as a way to get their attention. And the craft lands. The soldier emerges looking for the source of the blast. Nine shoots him with a Zat gun. So they now have acquired an aircraft with more weapons. Excellent. Uh, they crash land the shuttle into the quarantine zone, and Nine runs out, giving an Oscar-worthy performance. He says that Teal killed the soldier and tried to kill him. Rago orders his men to take the shuttle craft and find Teal. But it's a trap, of course, and Teal opens fire as they like rush into it. So then a firefight ensues. Nyan releases SG-1 and gives them their weapons. Daniel makes a run for the DHD and dials out. And then Teal'c sends the GDO code. They make a break for it. Jack goes back for Teal'c. Uh, They make a run for the gate, but then Nyan is shot by one of their weird weapons. It's not like a mm-hmm. It's one of their, like, stun guns.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Teal'c grabs him. He's like, no, he's coming with us. Like, he, he helped us out. He- he's coming with us. Um... And they get through the gate right as, like, a whole fleet of these aircraft show up. So they all make it through alive. They are, there are three <laughs> minutes left in this episode. So at this point, kiss any thoughts of closure goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cuts of the infirmary. Teal is on the mend, and the Air Force agreed to give Nyan refugee status. Daniel has a backlog of ancient artifacts gathered from previous missions and proposes Nyan be his research assistant. Mm -hmm. It would also be a great way to learn about the history of his ancestors. Mm -hmm. Uh, So would you like to read those closing (coughs) sentiments?
1: Mm We shall. Thank you, Teal'c.
0: You have saved my life as well as the life of my friends. It is I who should thank you.
1: I still wish I could have shown you to my friends in the science community. They would have been fascinated.
0: Perhaps one day the situation on your planet will improve, and you will get that opportunity.
1: And
2: then we never see Nyan, Daniel's research assistant, ever, <clears> again. ever again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that job, de- that job didn't work out. It's
2: just, no. Oh. It just didn't work out. Okay. I right. like. Uh, okay, I got so like, annoyed at like how this ended. Because, like, one is unrealistic. You know Earth would be meddling in that shit, trying to to spread democracy or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, you know they would be going. So it's like they just leave. Nyan can never go home. Mm -hmm. Um, Those people are going to cover it up and never tell the truth. It's going to be a conspiracy that, like, you know, they'll make podcasts about in, like, 10 or 15 years be like did you hear the myth about this great stone ring blah 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 and like <laughs> it, like
1: it's gonna they, be well they're gonna be like they abducted naya near nine yeah whatever.
2: there's gonna like, be like episodes of the unexplained and william is gonna be like have you ever heard
1: and like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like i know and then you're gonna have the like ancient alien dude with the big hair and be like the aliens like <laughs> what's georgio sukalos is that his name yeah yeah yeah
2: so like there's no closure like it it really had a good we zoomed right through it too it had good bones like it could have been something Mm -hmm. really cool but it could have and like focused on like the weirdest shit
1: They did okay so I need to like get this off my chest you know how I am I've been waiting to like say this thing that triggered in me around what bothers me with Teal because like there's so many other episodes where Teal has been given the like save the day but it's there's this whole carved out storyline about the fourth member right they're trying to build tension it's like the pacing is off and rebecca like you're going to be able to explain these words i'm going to say them wrong so they'll like <laughs> say it wrong but i felt like the pacing was off so there was no like push pull of like is he going to be able to do it he's not going to be able to do it it's just like okay it's going to get done because we're just checking off like a bunch of boxes on the list to get this episode done but like teal it's it's these moments where, oh, he got blinded, oh, his symbiote might die." But I never felt like that was actually at risk, right? Mm-mm. And then he gets saved by by this guy, and then like that's how he gets to come back and then like potentially redeem himself again. But then there's a scene where he opens they open the gate, but then the iris closed because the code hasn't come through yet. And it's even like intentionally, like, we should probably have felt that stress a little bit more. But you just cut back, and all of a sudden, Teal puts the code through. He's like, go. And then they just go. There's no, I'm not stressed throughout the episode. It's so nonchalant. That's what bothers me because Teal is just like, not, I don't know. It just was a nothing burger. It really was. was I didn't really feel
2: too much. Um, I hate when, like, I feel like Teal is either. He's mm-hmm. separated for like the reason of like, like in the devil went down to Naitu. That was, <laughs> I, <don't,
0: laughs> I love that. that that's what it's called now. Devil went down. <laughs> to that's immediately
2: what I thought. Um, he was like separated because he's flying the getaway craft, and like he does save the day, and like that's awesome. But also kind of sucks because it's like he's still kind of mm-hmm. like secluded from the rest of the group. So, like, when Teal'c mm-hmm. does have times to shine, it doesn't feel, like, as good as, like, when maybe it's Sam who split off from the rest of the group. And, like... Mm-hmm. Like, the, the challenges aren't badass. the
1: same. Like, they're not the same. Like, yeah. you don't see Teal'c's, like, abilities to, to make it happen.
0: Yeah. It, it feels like they split Teal'c off uh, mm-hmm. it, at, for a plot device when they need to. Because if Teal'c had been captured... Then, like, immediately that aid lady would have been like, yo, we, like, went to take blood yeah. work and, like, something really weird is going on with this dude. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's like, if he had been there and they had proof of him existing, they
2: mm-hmm. wouldn't have been
0: able to go back and forth so many times about how it's not. It's That's a lie. Blah, totally. Blah, blah. Yeah. Um. So it feels like they do that with Teal'c a lot. Th- there was a reason for in the devil went down to Natu, too,
2: because there was a gold. <laughs> oh, um, because um, Apophis would have. Yeah, left, they like, would have known right away. They would have known immediately. Yeah, and Binar was a gold, so he would have been able to sense Tilk's Yeah, tribute. yeah, that's what it mm, is. So, so.
0: they t- they just that's when they seem to do it. Um. Yeah. And I th- I get like what they wanted to do with um Nyan being like. The nerdy guy that, like, gets gets partnered up with the big buff dude and, like, gets to save the day or something. But it just... It doesn't my, track. Well, my issue with this episode, and I didn't realize until this time we I watched it through, was that, like, I feel like nothing happened. <laughs> like, yeah. nothing happened. No. At all. Um, I feel like the whole episode existed over, like, an hour or two, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because they just stayed in the same place and they just kept yelling at Daniel about who's your fourth person instead mm-hmm. of having other conversations that they could have had that would have made it like a lot more interesting. Um, mm-hmm.
1: um, but- yeah. And so I, I feel like had we had this back in July, I would have ended my thoughts on this episode around there. And make maybe a little bit about like the blind faith and like this kind of that double down into thing. But now, and I don't know how, I don't know that I want to go super deep, but we can like into this topic. But like this idealism of just blind propaganda and like the inability to look at facts in front of you and deconstruct, is really challenging. Um, and yeah. I see a lot of that going on right now. And um, I do think they do a good job showing how how stupid that blind faith can be and like how like obscene it is when like you're presented with very great detailed facts laid out and you're just like denial 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 um because it happens constantly
0: yeah and then people like if you if you have sources then people will be like well that's not like a credible mm-hmm. source and it's like it's
1: fake it
2: yeah it is mm-hmm. um You know, but or they just present like their own source. Mm -hmm. And it's like like you can search the internet and find an article that supports literally any viewpoint. Mm -hmm. However reputable that might be is questionable. But you can find any you can find something that supports any viewpoint. So that's why it's like, okay, now you have to like put your thinking cap on and like think critically here.
1: No, people don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah, only to
2: support their own ideologies so for themes and discussion i have mm-hmm. this like quote this german Let's philosopher arthur schopenhauer okay. once said that all truth passes through three stages first it's ridiculed we've seen that make fun of it haha so silly mm-hmm. what the fuck what the- <laughs> second it's violently opposed which reigar just jumped right to that mm-hmm. violently opposition and then the third is accepted as being self-evident which it's so true like and I'm just Mm -hmm. thinking like pop culture wise of Mm -hmm. like when you look back on like say Britney Spears of how like oh my god like she like back in 2007 it was insane to see like how she was being ridiculed how she's being made fun of all the time and then like (laughs) now we look back and it's like whoa that was fucked up like just the, the mm-hmm. way it goes through or like even with um the way that certain celebrities were viewed with like body positivity like they i've seen this like picture of jessica simpson go around and they're like can you believe we called her fat back then and now it's like she looks like a normal person mm-hmm. and just that kind of weird ideological shift between like 20 years ago to now and totally. that's just like more pop culturally like you can get really heavy into this topic talking about a lot of other things um but like once like once i heard that quote and i'm like okay yeah like i can totally see how that has worked out through history of like okay first it's made fun of and ridiculed then you have like the violent opposition and then you have the acceptance and you can kind of see that play out Mm -hmm. um so In a battle of ideologies, we only see the one side. We only see the Bedrosians. And we only see a really small fraction of their population, a military fraction. Um, So -hmm. it's easy for us to say that they're the bad guys. But we never meet the optricans. So it's easy for us to assume that they're the good guys just because they're right. But they could be doing some really fucked up shit, too. We don't know. Uh, We're getting a very limited perspective and just because they're factually correct doesn't mean that they are morally correct. And they could have turned their ideology into oppressive religion or government regime as well. We can only guess. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: well, and it makes me think about, like, to your point, we don't see anyone who a- so, like, actually represents the Bedrosians, like at all. We just see this, like, offshoot, for all we know, just, like, manic sergeant who's just, like... Yeah. It... it And it lacks depth back to our whole consistency with this episode. It's just super surface level, like a nothing sandwich. And yeah, Yeah. there's
2: there's no context. It's just like people who see samples of like our government on TV Mm -hmm. and like they, they peg all Americans like that. And it's like, no way. Like there's so many people here that have so many different thoughts and opinions. And like, you're looking at a very small sample of what is representing us as a country So, it's easy to kind of, like, get swept up in that, like, bite-sized, like, clips or, like, Mm. those sound bites that go viral. And it's really easy to get swept up into those little bits and pieces and not see the whole picture. So, here's an open-ended question. What (laughs) harmful ideologies have we overcome in the past? And what are some that we still experience today? Hmm. wants to open that can of worms
1: <laughs> it's gonna get opened i don't think i can start though i uh, mean auto. Of...
0: rebecca i mean uh, queer people being considered mentally ill and, mm-hmm. and totally and, like you know mm-hmm. it's just the first one i thought of <laughs> yeah uh, but <laughs> it's so, so many
1: but that's really relevant to like your experiences and then like by detachment like the dehumanization too in that space of just kind of saying of the othering um is is really tough because like i would say i grew up in you know this really traditional christian family as if you've been around you know and And, like, as they've grown, you know, we've all grown, but it doesn't change the experiences of childhood and those ideologies that were put in there. Like, you know, there was up until, like, I don't know, maybe my high school, college days where it was like, oh, people can't get married. Like, there was a ton of that space where it's just going, what the fuck is all this shit? That whole deconstruction. But, like, it is this, like, thing that queer people are in this other category where in like one of my favorite like favorite things to hate is this term um hate the sinner or hate the sin not the sinner mm-hmm. and i'm like so then I and i used to hear that all the time growing up in my family yeah. no no we hate the sin not the sinner we are all sinners in god's eyes so we we hate we hate the sin and i'm like so but you're still saying it's a sin it's not a sin to be queer um so i think that's a really important one to bring to the top because people are i swear to god like can't get their shit straight in this space like people are people yeah
0: yeah I, I i've think... got it have got a kid what's
1: up <laughs> <laughs> do you want to uh, come over here for one second and whisper to me
0: yeah.
1: a, phone <laughs> a phone charger um <laughs>
0: priorities everyone
1: um Phone
0: chargers are important
1: they are very important um you know what my love you may take this
0: one right here so sorry this is part <laughs> of welcome to everyone out there who's just new to our lives this is there are cats right. and kids and all sorts of things so yeah. enjoy Yes. Bonnie's watching Hallmark movies, and Bonnie's watching Hallmark yeah. Christmas movies upstairs. So A
1: phone chargers yeah. take priority. So mm-hmm. that's I'm sorry, that's critical.
2: Um, Agree. Right, right away. Like I think again to like as far as like I don't know if it would be like ideologies per se, but like with the way people present themselves in so many ways like colored hair like blue hair or like fashion colors in their hair 50 years ago you would probably get made fun of and i'm I'm, like people still make fun of that shit to this day though but like it's much more widely accepted um Mm -hmm. tattoos like Mm -hmm. so many places even in my time of like working for like 15 years where it's like when i first started working many companies had people cover up their tattoos and now yeah. like it's like they don't care that's it's not really a thing <laughs> so like i had to wear
0: long sleeves every single day teaching in korea <laughs>
2: oh, really my God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. what was the weather like there did it get hot oh yeah
0: oh yeah it got hot during the summer oh, but i would i would fall. like I would, I would i would i would like come to work you know, and I had, like, the, like, little... They're they're for protecting you from the sun, but they're the little, like, sleeves oh, that you can yeah. put on. Oh. <clears throat> and I would wear those in, and then I had my button-up shirts that I kept, like, there, and I would just change into one of the shirts. So I only had it on, you know, in in yeah. the school. And then as soon as I left school, you know, everything came off, so... Yeah.
2: Probably be miserable. Absolutely yeah. not.
0: Um,
1: Absolutely
2: but even, not. like, as far... Even people with disabilities... Or, Mm -hmm. like, I think of, like, those old freak shows where it's, like, if somebody was a dwarf, that was the only way they could make money, being publicly Mm -hmm. ridiculed, Mm -hmm. uh, which Mm -hmm. is one of those stages that that Mm quote talks about. And now it's, like, they they can fit into society, like, Mm -hmm. the people, regular people that they are. Yeah. Um, So there's, it's really interesting to kind of look back and see, like, what changes have been made or like what has become more acceptable
0: yeah
1: um i would say and that kind of realm of ideology is also um the approach to parenting that Mm -hmm. um it's it's not a for me, it, it's now very much about, like, understanding my child and, like, creating a path to kind of, like, I don't mean to, like, dance through life, but, like, it's creating, like, the right steps so that she can get where she needs to go. It's not me form-fitting her to my agenda, but, like, growing up, it was so much this, like, here's the agenda, here's the, like, structure, and, like, I just, like, you just, as a society, I think a lot of us are just, like, rinse and repeat, like, into that, like, whole chain of just everybody the same, everybody gets conformity. And and if you conform, you're going to be good. But it's been so profound as a parent to just take that all away. And like, that was, that's, that's not, that brings no joy, that brings no nothing. But instead, like, like we're looking at like alternative schooling and options because like you want them to be the best version of them. You don't want them to be the best member of society. That's very like handmaid's tail-ish. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like we're it was not a very boomer that, mentality. Yeah. yeah. That was I
2: feel like that's yeah. the mentality my parents had mm-hmm. of like this is what we expect our children to be. You need to present yourself mm-hmm. this way. You need to do this in public. Instead of like letting pe like letting your children explore who they are and become their own person. It was very much like be the person that your parents enforce you to be because like, God forbid you embarrass me in public or something like that.
1: Oh my God. Well, my sister and I were talking about this cause I just went home and what's interesting is that, um, you know, we both were, were on this like forced path. We both went to college. She went, got her degrees, got a master, did all these things. And mm-hmm. me, I got to like senior year and I'm like, I'm out. Like <laughs> this is I'm done. Like, I don't think this is going to teach me what I need to do and I'll figure it out. And we're talking is we both like, she stuck this one course did all this extra stress to herself and sure. I've gone through my own thing, but we literally have the same exact job at different companies. <laughs> yeah, And I'm like, Ugh. and I've had way more fun along the way. <laughs> yeah. Not that she's had it, but like I've lived my, I've lived my truth and I, I know more about myself in that space. And I would much rather have that, because naturally the desire to like go or make something of yourself is still gonna happen. And we just found that comical. She's like, I I could have just been doing my thing and not getting all <laughs> these masks with that could have been the same. So I like, Yeah. Cause the right places, like if you've got the right alignment, like it'll it'll work out. It'll come to you. So I find that part interesting is that um there really is not a cookie cutter path. There you don't need to conform in that space. So yeah.
2: So, this episode also touches on power and control and the lengths that a government or military will go to in order to maintain it and protect the status quo. Because, despite the evidence, Rygar remains closed-minded and willing to execute SG-1 and destroy the gate just to preserve that status quo. Which, it's, like, so relevant in today. Like, Um, mm -hmm. so, yeah. And I know, like, we were talking on your live about, like, um, the laws against, like, um, reproductive health care and stuff. And it's, like, that's just a way to exert control over people and Mm -hmm. power over people. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, that's the one thing I think people should really have a choice in is, like, whether they become parents and, like, Mm -hmm. be able to plan for. Totally. And they're either it's their it's truly their religious belief that they think certain things are wrong and that's fine Mm -hmm. you think that but then don't force that onto other people or Mm -hmm. they're hiding behind that religious ideology so they can exert power and control Mm -hmm. and be like well we don't want like like they hide behind that as like a moral high ground or like a moral superiority um, well,
1: and I I would have liked in this episode if they could talk a little bit more about what would have happened had it fallen apart, right? It's like, I think we all have a baseline of understanding of what happens should the should the narrative come out. But we don't understand the full potential of the collapse of that, right? Like, what what do we feel would come behind that? Like, because we, we don't know the Octarians or whatever they're called. Like, we don't know those people. We don't know what other ideologies are out there like in what they're rooted in. Mm-hmm. But this idea that Um, that you 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 protect it without question it's like because it's always been this way to always stay that way because you're so insecure that if you had to lose that who are you right your whole identity has been wrapped up in this thing I think for a lot of people their entire identity has been wrapped up in their existence is wrapped up in a purpose a bigger purpose that has been ordained for them and who are they if that goes away and I think a lot of that gets rooted in Insecurity because people aren't willing to hold a mirror up to themselves and go, who am I? Who am I without this thing? And that's a scary place. That's so that f- reminds me. Also, go ahead, Rebecca.
0: I was just going to say that it's just, I just keep thinking about they could have gone there and used that trope that you've, you see that trope in so many places of mm-hmm. the whole like. We can't tell, we can't let this get out because everybody will riot and society will collapse and whatever. Like, how many times have you seen that in a movie or a TV show or whatever? Um, Nobody ever, it's like the government just saying, no, you're all too stupid. So we're going to think for you and we're going to keep our power that way. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you clearly can't do things for yourself, you know, like. Yeah,
2: yeah. That also makes me think of, like, how you talked about, like, people who invest so much of their, like, personality into this ideology. And then Mm -hmm. without ideology, they're like, who am I? They have this crisis. Mm -hmm. I came across this subreddit called X Red Pillars. And it's basically men who have left the red pill community looking for support and, like. Yeah, I'll send it to you. It's really interesting. Yeah. I'm just I just lurk there. I just like to read and see like where people are. <laughs> <laughs> see, like,
1: <laughs> <there>.
2: <laughs> no, I don't I don't like I I'm I'm strictly like there to read and and like
1: God I so, love this about you. <laughs> for,
2: for the most part, when I get to the comments, like people have already said what I was thinking way better anyway. But I saw this one post and it was like this this guy, I'm assuming, um He was like, I'm so emotionally lost without this community. Like, I don't know where I am anymore. And it's like, yeah, because you invested your entire personality into this ideology. And now that you have outgrown it or made a choice to leave it, you feel lost. Like, you feel that emptiness, that hole, which was probably there before. But then you filled it with And Now that it's gone, you feel it again. And it's so true that, like, once those ideologies are stripped away, if you don't know who you are, in your heart like as a person mm-hmm. yeah. you you can feel so lost
1: without that crutch you have, you have to learn how to sit with yourself and like it can be hard but you got to be willing to sit in that darkness and go let me be still here and that shit is scary if you're not given the tools to do it yeah and like hey it just and that's when it just goes back to conversations we've had a million times over about just people being comfortable within themselves. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. We have any good comments? I'm reading through them now. I've tried to stay away from them, but um <laughs> let's see. Oh, I have I have a child, one moment.
0: We have one from uh Nell again <laughs> from earlier talking about Yeah. Somewhere in the last 10 years, jokes about characters being trans or gay stopped being trendy or common. And she says, I have a hard time watching shows from right before that, even if otherwise it was a good show. I agree. I've been watching, uh, you know, Bonnie and I will will do a full binge rewatch of like a sitcom. Um, We're on 30 Rock right now. But in almost all of them, there have been those moments where it's like, ugh. (laughs) <laughs> like and that wasn't ooh. too long ago. no
2: the only oh. one that
0: we've watched at all where we never hit one of those moments was Golden Girls
1: mm.
0: I fucking love that for us yeah. yeah
1: oh god you guys are gonna make me convert cause like I don't know my dad was watching Seinfeld when I was there and I was like ooh
2: nope no, Golden mm-hmm. Girls, Golden Girls was so great because they covered really heavy topics in a very tactful way. Like AIDS, mm-hmm. uh back in the 80s and 90s AIDS was huge. They covered that. Blanche had a gay brother. They did a couple episodes with that. That was mm-hmm. so good. And like to look back and and to live that moment, like if I could transport myself back to whatever 1989 or whatever, I like I'm astounded at how good that holds up.
0: Mm-hmm. truly it really does it really really does i think that's why we've rewatched all of golden girls since the beginning of the pandemic probably four or five times like we just keep going back to golden girls because it's just
2: mm-hmm. um, um dorothy's brother was um like a drag queen or something of that
0: variety too Phil, yep. yeah.
1: and like yeah, he was Dor- married yeah dorothy's was... best friend was lesbian yeah
0: yep yep the roomie the college roomie right mm-hmm. yeah she falls in love, falls, yeah <laughs> lesbian, <laughs> lesbian. <Danny> Thomas one?
2: <laughs> not lebanese <Whoa>. <laughs> blanche <laughs> lesbian god oh
0: it's so
1: good oh, it that. is so good um okay so staying so we don't go way down our our off tracks so that we do all the time um <laughs> so what else in this episode so we've, we've talked about we didn't share
0: the picture Yet. Oh, we
1: didn't. My, my out-of-context to... recap.
0: Yeah, I think the whole 13 people watching. That's I think you lot, need to, actually. I think you need to mix up um your your pictures and like pick pick one from an episode like in a couple of seasons or something and make it and then we can like put it up and try to see if people can guess what episode it is. Because oh, I, oh, like oh, I, be I feel like I could have I feel like I could have done that with this one. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I could have guessed the episode. Caution laser. The the dog crates really give it away. And the random bats, which added nothing to the the cave scene, like except
2: deter Teal from like running out. He's like, Oh, I bumped my head and these rabid bats are chasing me. I guess I'm not going anywhere.
1: Oh
0: God. That's funny. um, I love it.
2: Yeah. I also like how we were just like, yeah, if I was in one of those cages, I'd start talking.
0: But (laughs) yeah, I can't I can only sit. Listen, there are a lot of things happen while I was in Korea and the other a lot of realizations. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) A lot of realizations (laughs) happen while I was in Korea, including the fact that we would have to go to like all school um, staff Mm -hmm. dinners and it was always a nice Korean place, established Korean place. So it was always like floor seating Mm. always. And Uh... I always had to be on the end because they can all just stay Mm -hmm. cross-legged the whole time. And I'm like, I got to stretch my legs out. (laughs) Like I can't, (laughs) yeah, I'm like, I can't feel my legs anymore, you know? Um, so yeah, that's why I looked at those, one look at those cages, and I'm like, I'll tell you whatever you want, whatever you need to. <laughs> just tell me, tell me what you want to know. Just let me stretch, please. Yep, yep. Interesting.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Oh, my God. See, I just, it's fascinating what would make each of us break. <laughs> like
0: there's so many worse things that I'd be like, nah, I can still handle it, but like sitting in a cage, sitting like, in a what? dog cage. Okay
1: so, like, what, okay, so like if we've established the cage would break you, what wouldn't? Like what's something that you think would break most people but not you?
0: Um. I don't know.
2: I'm pretty weak. I think anything with water, I would immediately fold. Like,
0: water. I Water, Brownie I think I'd be, I'd be so decent. Scared.
2: Yep. No drowning. Mm. I just hate like not being able to breathe and like having airways obstructed so like waterboarding be a no for me dog. Although I do neti pot myself on a regular basis so I feel like I'm more prepared than other people might might be. Oh. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> oh, I love you.
0: I did finally um, hit that point during my last covid where I could not neti pot. Like it was That's the worst
2: because you're so swollen shut. That's mm-hmm.
0: I I was
2: like that once and I was like, this is fucking miserable. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not even I'm congested with like. No, it's like literally swollen. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. The water couldn't
2: pass through. It was the worst. Yep.
1: All right. I have one final question. And it's actually related to this like point you made, Sarah, about um, Rhaegar remaining closed minded. What's a scenario? Like, what's a time that you've encountered someone? That and what was it that they were so close minded about that you just had to walk away? Was there ever a time where you're like I'm walking away from this because they are just not at all willing? And like someone every, personal.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, like like every besides day. every day on the internet. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: but like, like someone that mattered to you, someone that like maybe would have been closer to you that you're like shit
2: yeah my dad I know my dad all the time like i I'm like, I'm not changing his mind. I'm not putting in that emotional labor unless somebody's paying me for one. Mm-hmm. and like i just i'm I know that I can't change his mind. He's like sixty some yeah. years old. I'm like, that ship has sailed. The lead poisoning has sunken in. He's set in his ways like i'm not I'm not wasting my time on that. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. um, and there's certain people that like I truly will not engage with. It's like i'm not I'm not talking to you. It's not worth it to me. I've nothing to say to you so it it truly is about like choosing your battles and i know that there are people out there who like it's just like a grift some of these content creators it's just a grift they're just saying the most inflammatory Mm -hmm. shit to get a response and it fucking works and i hate that it works um and like people that just come to you with like dishonest intellectual Mm -hmm. like dishonest arguments like purposeful dishonesty where they're like purposefully misunderstanding you purposefully missing the point and being as like obtuse as possible and it's like i'm not just going to argue with a brick wall like i only want to have conversations that are going to be productive i'm willing yeah. to concede certain points i'm willing to be like you know what yeah you're right but how do mm-hmm. we fix that like i or yeah like i can see where you're coming from and if somebody's not going to meet me there and, and be the same way what is there to be gained like
1: nothing you, yeah nothing you gain nothing you only have your sanity to lose
0: yeah
2: it's not um, worth the emotional labor
0: yeah I I would say I've probably have not had many conversations where people didn't just double down on what they mm. like what their beliefs were and i remember watching an adam ruins everything back in the day where this they had he had a statistic in it and i wish i'd like had it on hand but it was the percentage your percentage chance of ever you know getting somebody to to change from like that's a, a stance that they're like fully behind yeah and it's, it's like next to nothing to, yeah. to get like
1: mm-hmm.
2: they have to do it on their own It Mm -hmm. has to be something that they realize on their own and go through their Mm -hmm. own process. Like having somebody like yell at you or like, and I've seen people like on like, I I don't want to say like the good side or like the correct Mm -hmm. side, but like people whose beliefs like align more of what I'm saying, trying to like debate someone or like educate people. And it's like the delivery matters. Like you can't Mm -hmm. talk condescendingly to people. You can't be an asshole because who are you going to, attract with that who is going to really want to listen to you if you're going to be a dick about it it mm-hmm. goes both ways too like do you catch more flies with honey than with a shit or no i don't <laughs> well,
0: know no you probably catch <laughs> a lot of flies with shit that's true saying?
2: <laughs> wrong saying
0: vinegar i don't and know vinegar but, no water i don't know what the saying is either but
2: there, yeah so like I don't again. I don't engage in debate a lot, and I see like so many like debate content, and it's like this is not a good faith debate. This is just like for clickbaity sound bites, mm. and nothing is being accomplished here. So, yeah,
0: I think I've said it before too, because, uh, you know, my my personal favorite pastime is troll hunting, Mm-mm. but I do that in full knowledge that I'm not. We're not. Ch- we're not changing that troll's mind at all. Mm-mm. It's no, just, I would just like to fuck with people.
1: Oh, Correct. 100%. <laughs> like oh, that no
0: girl. Like I have
1: guy. not gotten in a long time, so I'm ready. Sorry, I that think guy, what?
2: There was this one guy in one of your videos one time. I think it was about like being pro choice. And I just like was bait. I was like, how many kids have you adopted? Yeah, the kid thing. And he was like, three. And I'm like, oh, cool. I've adopted four. Like, I just one up him. I have no children, <laughs> but like I'm I'm making this guy like waste his time and <laughs> his energy, energy replying
1: to
2: me. The <laughs> that's the kind of troll that me- like that's the kind of troll I want to be. Have you guys ever watched What We Do in the Shadows? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. An energy vampire. The energy vampire. when he's oh, trolling yeah. online. That's- oh, yeah it's so good.
1: Yeah. It, it's so true, though. And, like, he just
2: got yeah,
1: those people.
2: I and like that to, guy didn't yeah. adopt any kids either. He was fucking lying, too. But of I course. just like the fact that, like, I was having, like, a kind conversation. I was fucking with him, but he was still taking the time to reply, and he was like, what does this have to do? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm just trying to have a nice conversation about our kids. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. Perfect. So, Yeah my kids that totally don't exist that i did not adopt but
1: yeah god give them the whole backstory oh my god okay well like how we always go we've gone down some some tangents we've gone down some yeah. some, some pathways
0: i think that's what's expected of us at this point
1: oh 100 100 Um, it's good to be back on an actual episode episode for those it's- who are just like with us right now like we've not done an episode for quite some time so
0: yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I mean, it's been for good reasons. We've had some pretty awesome opportunities recently, but it is so nice to get back into the like the routine of it.
2: Yeah, I'm still yeah, down I'm to talk about documentaries, too. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe
0: Maybe we can add a segment in the fry box of like what oh, what media yeah. have you been consuming that you like recently? Yeah. And so we can share yeah. our other things that we've cool. really been into, because people might want like those suggestions as well. So documentaries, TV shows. Now that yeah. we can talk about any title whatsoever, yeah. um, we could do that. Yeah.
2: yeah. Although Christina, yeah. I do recommend that documentary on Netflix called "Made You Look." It's about art. Since you're an oh, artsy yeah. fartsy, it's very interesting. I'm not, I'm not an artsy
1: fartsy. What are you talking about? There's no. As <laughs> you have
0: life. a whole wall of paintings behind you that you did. <laughs> Well, Ryder did this one. I um I finally set up my my like badass lady shrine over here. <laughs> Your shrine. <laughs> <It's a> shrine. <laughs> I I still have like one more, but it's bigger and I don't know. I kind of need to figure out how to hang it on that wall, but that's a cement wall. So
2: who's that with? I'll figure it out. Which one? The the big one.
0: Oh Kate Mulgrew. Oh nice. Because it has a drawing I did of her and I had her sign it. So
1: uh oh, I need to print that out. I love it. You guys are right
0: here with me. Perfect. Right there. Well, um, who's trying I don't even know anymore. Um one, two, three, Amanda did it. it last time, so not it.
1: Not
0: it. I said one, two, three, not at first, so it's definitely
2: not
1: me.
0: I have to do it. Wait, or? I'll do. It. I'll do it. I'll do it. I think. <laughs> I think I got one. I'll do it. Okay. Wait. 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 But what's our next episode?
1: What's our next cool. episode we're doing? That's I a good question. Know. Maternal instinct.
0: Oh yeah. I'm gonna need to do that, do that one. one. I need to do that one. So okay, I'll do this one. Okay. Um. Hold on. Let me get myself. to
1: everybody because for those who don't yeah. know, when we do this, we're done, and we're gonna.
0: We're going out. to leave you after this,
1: but the
0: credits but thank you for coming and watching and tell all your friends and we'll be back. Um, I mean, hopefully TikTok is still going. So is it really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Wait, hold on. Um, let's see. Uh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. Okay, You ready? (laughs) I gotta get the outro queued up. That Stargate wormhole thing is an optrican fallacy, so clearly there is no iris to close.